0: welcome to deep dose this is a channeled conversation in the self-healing practice of deeper contemplation as a non-binary being we use the self-affirming pronouns they them and we thank you so much for your presence and joining the ride earlier this week are offering some support to a Midas Touch client. Midas Touch is our healing practice, our energy and body healing practice. It's based in an energetic healing modality called Siwa Murti. And similar to a practice like Reiki, this is using body work to address the energetic body. Your energetic body is part of you. And that energetic body also needs a massage sometimes. So Midas Touch is our healing practice. And we give folks that energetic massage. And this client was going through a month with a lot of emotion to it and a lot of energy to it. As in one month, he had three people in his life, either come close to transitioning or actually transitioning and passing. And in our supportive time together to support him energetically, we were having a conversation around when something comes up in life that feels pretty prominent. we have the opportunity to examine the message of that if things are showing up in multiples, things are showing up, quote, unquote, all of a sudden, there is also a signal being sent. It just takes a moment of deeper contemplation to ask that question. What is the message? If life is sending you a message, what is it? And in that conversation, this client was able to process and get to a point where at the very least, we understand our mortality. Just a reminder, hey, there's a departure day for everyone. And the uncertainty around when that will be is part of the human experience. If some folks are plugged in enough, we'll say, and they do have an awareness around when that departure is, some folks have been given a diagnosis that they may or may not have so many days left on this planet. And this client reflected that a message that he felt he was receiving was to focus more on the things that he feels passionate about. The next day was also in contemplation around this message, because by proxy of our client, as we sat with someone who is going through loss of grieving and being guided into holding that space with him, there is also an empathetic understanding of that loss, more connected to the unified field of energy that is everything and the loss of these beings from humanity. So this was also a message by proxy through the client for us to examine the same to examine mortality. And the next day I sat in meditation, being open to receive this wisdom. And what came dropping in was to to try because it almost it almost felt impossible when the message is first being received. Basically that was what would you do if you woke up and someone came to you? and said, hi, the next time you'll go to sleep, you will never wake up again, and this life will be complete. So this is your last day. However many more hours that you can stay awake, those are your hours as a human. And to really deeply contemplate that, because it's factual, it's actually factual, it is a fact that no one can say 100,000 bajillion percent accuracy that you will wake up tomorrow, and just even the, the thought Of trying to comprehend that and like apply that as a lens to see the world felt so overwhelmingly sad. So sad. Like, and there was just this, like, no way, no way, no way can we walk each day in that place. It's, it is too heartbreaking. Like to think that every time we saw our teenager, And those moments would be like, and these are the last moments we see you, to think about sitting down and writing letters to everyone, our friends, like just to express how much they're meant to this life. And that they know that beyond our physical presence, just even trying to explain it right now, emotion is so present. It's just like, what? No, no. The true comprehension of mortality is like it breaks the human mind. Because so much of this construct of an existence is that you're gonna be here tomorrow, and, and the next day, and, and, and next month when you've planned that work meeting, or that you would even be here in four months from now when you plan your quarterly profits meeting or next year to celebrate your best friend's birthday. There's something in the mind that is blocking that deep comprehension of mortality. Something in the mind that has programmed you to think that you know how much longer you have. But perhaps immortality is just that. But it's not coming from a place where you think that you know that you'll be here next year to pay your taxes. And because you believe that, you assume that, days can be spent just working working just to make this money. And we can all see where all this money is going by the wealth gap. But those folks who hoard money, they're very deeply mistaken. So as this message is coming in, a deeper understanding, the vision of the embodiment comes through The personal exercise, a personal experiment, how can we live more each day in a place with a knowing that we're not sure how much time there is left? What would those days look like? Where would we be living from? and very tangibly shifted into what exactly would that look like? Because that moment is now, the, from now, from here in this embodiment, in this space, in this moment of humanity with who we know now, what our life is right now, even to examine the amount of money that we have right now. And and being like an exercise of being like, where would it go? Because you can take that with you. Now, one mechanism of the patriarchy is in place so that you don't ask yourself this question. Because would it look like anarchy? Because a lot of folks would probably answer that question with not going to work. This is your last day alive. You're gonna go work so someone else can make more money than you? And of course, there's fear behind anarchy because anarchy is just the dismantling. But in a patriarchy, there's an association because of fear the violence but in a matriarchy anarchy doesn't look like violence doesn't look like war anarchy looks like healing the anarchy of a matriarch looks more like a party because if this was our last remaining day in this experience, just want it to be one long party, one long party that looks different for all sorts of different folks. Here's what we would not do, overconsume consume alcohol. No, thank you. <laughs> the body does not like that. It just doesn't feel good. And we wanna feel good for every minute of this day and so was examining what feels good let's go out feeling good (laughs) what feels good knowing that this day isn't necessarily planned out to just cut all ties (laughs) and go run naked in the sunlight in a field somewhere and it would feel good to spend some time of this day helping others and that is actually already scheduled for today and it would feel good to see some friends today that is also on the schedule and it would feel good to eat something really delicious one of our favorite foods, which is like a giant kale salad. (laughs) Love those salads. It's like, okay, well we gotta have one more kale salad for sure. And just started compiling this list of even the nuanced things that feel good. Like a hard cry, not necessarily during, but after right? The feeling, sometimes it comes after a hard cry. So you probably find some time to cry today, even if those tears are happy tears. And another detail we would love this specifically is a request from the body, especially the connection with the body. And that is like, let's spend as much day, like time of the day nipped out. It is a very pleasurable experience in this body personally to have like stimulated nipples. Especially just like naturally stimulated. Like when you're just standing there and it gets cold and you're like, ooh. <laughs> And just to experience like the nuances of physical pleasure so many folks are just still in the mindset that when you talk about physical pleasure you're talking about penetration I'd like to offer our testimony to be the myth buster and on that one so there would definitely be adequate time set aside to be in self-pleasure really go for it, you know, like really go for like five or six orgasms. Because, you know, usually after six, like enough energy has gone through, like we're like on the verge of passing out. So we get that six orgasm, pass out and total pleasure. (laughs) Just pass out from pleasure. But not fall asleep because we're not quite ready. But just like lay there and let the body feel itself feel its own chemicals (laughs) and just cast out that energy of course we would cherish literally every breath of our teenager just cherish the time we do have together on such a next level and what would be our wisdom, like our departing wisdom as the, the guide, the soul guide to this other soul that came through this body, guiding all these years as it grew, as the body grew, began its incarnation and it sets forth on its own individual experience. And we are going to see the teenager today. So that's also on the schedule. And through this exercise, just started to see how this day was orchestrated. And this, this like wave of gratitude is setting in to be able to actually see the day from that perspective as prior to this deepening comprehension was going through the motions of this day. Like, gotta go work here, gotta go pick up here, gotta go, you know, I kinda gotta go do all these things. And our why behind it is like, oh, we gotta keep making money, gotta keep making money. Bill needs to be paid. That bill, <laughs> those bills. That guy just doesn't let up. We gotta do it. Well, we gotta eat. We gotta eat. It takes more money to eat nowadays. So that's what we live for each day. If the money part wasn't a factor, the day would look very different. It would look like helping someone, taking time to help each other. It would look like seeing friends, being in community. It would look like pleasure. i definitely will find time to sing and definitely find time to dance. Definitely find time to be nipped out. So in the process of dismantling this formula, just kind of come back to this element of money That being the reason why we're not really living like it's a party in the USA. But within a matriarchy, that's exactly what it would look like. To live from a more moral place. And understanding mortality guides us to have morals that are inclusive. Morals letter of equity. Humans will always be born different from each other because we are no different from any species, natural species on this planet. Not one leaf is the same. Not one rose is the same. Not one sunrise is the same. Not one configuration in the clouds is ever the same. It is an artistic Expression, creator expression. Humanity will always be diverse. It is its nature. It is to be celebrated. It is to be admired. The patriarchy has proven that it is not see that. But anything less is immoral if we'd use a context within the patriarchy, have deemed the queer community as immoral because the queer community does not uphold a patriarchy. So what if, just as a personal experiment, if we dedicate to dismantling from the patriarchy, we start with this understanding, continue to examine this element of money and its place in the formula of the mechanism of the patriarchy. If this was our last day, all the money that we quote unquote have would be given away. And it would not all go to our own child as a demonstration to him and guidance that it would be a different world and instead of generational wealth it was humanitarian wealth and that if these funds could provide meals for people who don't have food that would absolutely be the choice and let that be our departing stance on what it looks like to use money from a different place. We had a chance to share this with our friend Raven and we engaged in this exercise together and just started sharing, processing what that would look like to live from that place of that lens, the mortality lens. And as we were spending the day together we made sure that we just included all these moments that may have been bypassed, especially in the name of productivity. Meaning, like, oh, not going to take time to smell that flower because we got to keep it moving in order to be here and there. Right. But we were out at night and Just took the opportunity to gaze at the moon and we just started howling at it. Because that's actually a really fun thing to do. Just howling at the moon, nips out, because it's cold. (laughs) And then the body clearly let us know it was time for rest. It couldn't take any more. Got cozy. Isn't feeling cozy? Ugh, it's the best. I love feeling cozy just got to feel that sensation in this body again just taking in all of the feelings that this body can have the physical feelings the emotional feelings energetic feelings just staring at the window at the trees taking in just looking at trees even for the last time appreciating them Spending very, very precious, precious remaining moments with our familiar. Who's cuddled in the cozy blankets with us. Petting her soft ears. Receiving all the love that she exudes. I felt like every moment just came a little bit more alive. As we were talking with Raven about this. It was really setting in. Like it was like comprehension that it would take courage to start to live from this place anarchy does take courage and raven was in agreement we were like yeah wow that's like just a whole other it's really a whole other existence a whole other way to live it would take balls we started to say right that expression it would take balls and immediately we were both like, no, let's not let's not use that expression. <laughs> let's not use that expression and manwash. Let's not make the association that being brave only comes with a certain body. So we took a moment, we're like, Okay, let's find our own version of that. So we're not gonna say that expression anymore. What's our version of that? And we're like, Oh we know, you gotta have some lips. You gotta have some lips to do something so courageous. You gotta have some lips to be an anarchist. You gotta have some lips to speak about the matriarchy in a tangible, obtainable way. Believe it, embody it, live it. It's just a system. Patriarchy is just a belief system. We can switch out the software. We can update. programming that update is the matriarchy it is anarchy but it is in the feminine way but you gotta have some lips thank you so much for being in this contemplation with us this is deep dose we are eden